0: things in the name of love episode 7 daily practices and why they really matter your heart is your student for love is the only way we learn rumi on today's episode i'm taking a break with interviews to share some of the amazing practices i've incorporated into my life from my journey so first meditation From a very early age, I knew I needed quiet. I grew up as an only child, so I spent a lot of hours by myself. As I grew older, that time was shortened dramatically, to the point where I felt I couldn't escape the noise. I started meditating about 10 years ago, after my father had transitioned from 3D. As a side note, our energy doesn't die, just the body. I was completely numbed out from grief, and I knew I needed to do something. I found a guided meditation from Mind Valley co founder Vishen and listened to that daily for several years. When I felt complete with it, I tuned into others. I started opening myself up to the possibility that I could be spiritual without going to a church, which was a belief I was brought up with. Now, I either state Om on my exhales, and as I inhale, listen to the silence, a variation of a Wayne Dyer meditation. I listen to a guided meditation, or listen to sophaggio, high-frequency tones, or sit in silence. I get really cranky if I don't do this daily. An outgrowth of this is that my intuition has gotten much stronger. I am super intuitive. I couldn't sense that when I was numbed out from violence and eating food that distressed my body. Now that I have quiet and am having more periods of peace in my existence, I can feel and sense things again. Another thing that's really helped me is being out in nature a lot and something called earthing or grounding. I've mentioned this in previous episodes, so I'll get into it a little more. We're part of the earth. Our ancestors knew this. They coexisted with their environment. 21st century humans throughout the world are disconnected from that. Anyone living in a city or a suburb will forget to look up at the sky at night, pause for a deep inhale of spring flowers, or just be present. I've had this shift a lot for me over the past year. I took a part-time job walking dogs to satisfy a need to be around these amazing beings. We can't have dogs where we live right now. So over the past nine months in Portland, I've been in all sorts of weather. I've been the tannest I've been since I was a little girl, before sunscreen. I've been soaked to the bone, and I've been a lot in between. I've tuned in when things bloom, and the rhythms of my neighborhood. I've learned to find birds in bushes and trees. I've developed a relationship with the dogs I've walked, much deeper than I did when I had my own, because I wasn't as intuitive as I am now. As for earthing or grounding, well, since we're part of the earth, we need to be connected to it. I know I was barefoot a lot as a kid, and I know I was very in tune with my surroundings. So, two suggestions go outside and stand barefoot in grass dirt, any reasonable patch of ground not covered in concrete. If you don't have that option, or you want to have more calm or sleep more soundly, look into a grounding pad. It's a pad that you plug into that third plug in your electrical outlet. The one that's shaped differently. That's a ground. It actually grounds electricity into the earth. The pad conducts the electricity on a low level. I have one under my desk and one wrapped around our metal bed frame. They help a lot. Another way to ground is by visualizing that you're growing roots from your feet to the core of the earth. Then wrap it around the core. This requires quiet. Try it and you'll find that it's really amazing. Another thing I do is clear my space. I typically use a smudge stick of white sage. I've also used incense sticks, a Tibetan bowl, and bells before. I ask for all negative energy to be cleared out of the space and waft the smoke or ring bells around every nook and cranny. I used to feel really self-conscious about this because it felt weird. Yet, I know for a fact that I feel a difference in our apartment every single time I do it. What else? Well, this is one I started doing a few weeks ago. Donna Eden, an energy healer I've talked about before, recently put out her go-to top seven energetic techniques to help your body function better. I've done it for about 10 days, and I've noticed a difference in how my body feels. Google her. I also tap cortices, which is a technique I learned from Heather Christian Strang. She's got a YouTube video on it. It balances your left and right brain and helps you get out of the mind chatter. Awareness is big. Pay attention to how your body feels. Where do you experience joy, love, sadness, resistance? Tune in to where you feel it. Don't judge it. Just be aware of it so you can better sense how your body is communicating with you. For me, resistance from growing or facing an unconscious limiting belief shows up in my nose first, then my teeth, then my knee. When all three are in quote unquote pain, I know I've come across something big. And on the other side of it, there's expansion and light. So once I've done this, here's the challenging part I allow myself to fully. Feel the emotions. I'll give a recent example. April 1st marks the day my dad transitioned. This year, it was 10 years. And I really felt it. I had the opportunity to connect with him through a call I had with Stacey Overman. And by connect, what I mean is I was talking with her. She felt an energy wanting to talk to me. It was my dad. I immediately felt the energy shift around me. You know how you feel a warm breeze on your skin and how amazing that feels? How, if you allow yourself to, fully embrace how amazing it feels? Well, on a small scale, that's what it felt like to feel my dad. I'm clairsentient, which means that I sense things really keenly. So feeling the love that he was giving me Opened me up so much. I cried. A day later, I found I had some pain from missing him. And I just let myself have a full-on cry. It was big, messy, my lungs couldn't inhale deeply enough, and I used about a dozen tissues. I curled up on my couch and just bawled. Then it was gone. I asked to be surrounded by the highest light and love. And that's what I felt. I'm not carrying that pain anymore. We have a tendency to unnecessarily think we have to carry wounds or the stories our families have about life or who we are. When we shed layers, tune in, and allow ourselves to feel, we can reconnect more with who we really are. From my own journey, I can say that finding tools and mentors to help me dig into my unconscious Have been necessary for my healing. We all have wounds. Healing them allows us to experience the peace, love, joy, the bliss we're all yearning to have in our lives. So, this week's action item ground, meditate, sage your space, get a crystal, do something that gets you out of your comfort zone, your safe space and into a deeper awareness of yourself. Until next week, I wish you so much peace, love, and true prosperity. Namaste.